Hello, lovely hedgehogs. Today I've got Eric Hunley, he's a good friend of mine, on the show. He has a fantastic YouTube channel, that is his name, Eric Hunley, but another one called America's Untold Stories. And he looks at all sorts of, well, I suppose popular culture, but also historic uh, happenings and things in that world, and also body behavioral analysis and things like that. And he is really, really clued up on the whole Alec Baldwin case because Alec Baldwin's just been charged with shooting cinematographer Helena Hutchins who died and director Joel Souza who got injured on the set of the film Rust. Alec Baldwin was using a revolver as a prop and it went off. Uh, awful, awful story and this happened a few months ago and is now coming to a head as he has been charged and this isn't being very widely reported but According to Eric, well, as you're here, he could face quite a few more years than what people think. Uh, it's not just the manslaughter charges that are uh, against him. So we'll see about that. It's uh, all kicking off and it could be quite remarkable if he ends up in prison. And I don't know what to think about the whole thing. It's it's just over my head. And I, I hope you guys are interested in hearing all about it. And I'd love to hear what you guys think. Get in touch on Instagram and Twitter and all those things. And then coming up, Jane Borowski talks about surviving a serial killer. Unbelievable story she has. She was pregnant, seven months pregnant, uh, when she was attacked by a man. She, she was the only survivor. And Helen Lewis talks about the gurus of the internet, the likes of Jordan Peterson uh, and Russell Brand and several other people. So that's all happening. It's all kicking off. This is a Saturday episode. Remember, from February onwards, the Saturday episodes, the third episode of the week, will go behind a paywall. Come to patreon.com slash andrewgold to sign up. It's, you know, you get that and the ad-free stuff and it helps support the podcast. But now you're on the edge of the Alec Baldwin case and whether he'll go to prison and what will happen with Eric Hunley. We are live. I'm here with my friend Eric Hunley from the Eric Hunley channel, and he's got other channels. We'll talk about that. We'll get into all that stuff. Uh, Eric's one of the best people on the internet, and he know. Yep, you are, and you know all about the case we're going to talk about tonight, which is Alec Baldwin has just been charged. I think you know a lot more about it, so I'll let you take it from here, Eric. Oh wait, oh, it's a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll be back in a minute, mate. See, I'll see you in half an hour. Um, no, but tell us what tell us what's happened. All right. Well, um, essentially, three charges have come down. Um, one, uh, um, two of them are against Alec Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez Reed. And if you share your screen, this is Hannah. Oh, should I do? Well, add that thing that's down there. Yep, that's Hannah. Okay. She is the armor on the movie, and then you can pop it back out. I'm just, I'll pull up stuff if you are interested in please, prop. Yeah, please, please. Um, and the third one is Dave Halls, who made a deal, and he's been charged with um, neglectful use of a firearm or something like that. He's got six-month probation. I think he flipped. I think he's going to, you know, going to give testimony against Baldwin. So Baldwin and Hannah both are charged with involuntary manslaughter and they face because of a firearm, a five year minimum. Wow. But, but does that mean that, that he'll actually be in prison if convicted? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it is charges. And somebody died. 
mean, yeah, but you don't often. I'm sorry, it's a, the reason it's a big deal is because even if I think of like most criminal big big celebrities, you rarely not not never, but you rarely see them sort of see the inside of a prison cell. Obviously, there was the guy whose name you're not supposed to say on YouTube who had an island, right? But he wasn't even a proper celebrity. But he was a celebrity almost because of that island. Um, well, Randall Miller uh, served time. Randall Miller was the guy who did the South Carolina movie about the Almond Brothers. Midnight Rider, when the um, PA or somebody working on the scene got killed by the train. Uh, he, he went to prison and was in there for at least a year or two. Oh my word! It's it's a weird thing, and we can, we can I suppose that's for another conversation. But it's a weird thing taking someone and putting them inside a prison, particularly if it's something that they may not have done on purpose or or whatever. I mean, I guess we should go back just a, a brief one because most people are aware of this, but some people might not be about what. Mm. Do you want to tell us what happened on on the set? <laughs> I mean, a lot happened on the set. So I mean, the very very basic elements of what happened on the set was he was doing a um, a rehearsal in the sense of c capturing a shot supposedly and the cinematographer is asking for him to pull the hammer back he claims the gun went off he pulled the trigger in my opinion he claims he didn't pull the trigger the bullet struck the cinematographer went through her and into the director it killed her and the director was hospitalized. This is just the, it's the maddest thing. And do you attribute, but I guess, I guess we're opening, you're right. I mean, I know you've done dozens and dozens of videos on this. There's so much in the case. And I'm just, my mind is trying to go, okay, how much do we need to tell people who don't know already? Because I'm going to put this out on my audio feed as well for people. How much, you know, for those who are not familiar with the Baldwin case and, and how much is like, okay, we've done this and we could, that's too much into the weeds. Um, do, do you attribute blame to the actor who is Alec Baldwin. Yes, he's part responsible. Absolutely. There were three people who were really in line to be charged, uh, up to four possible, um, but I think they did the right three. And these are Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. She is the armor. She's in charge of the weapons, in charge of making sure they're loaded, not loaded, um, caring for them, storing the ammo, etc. So very much her job was to deal with the gun. Now, the gun itself, a lot of people get mixed up on it because they said it was a prop gun. And the fact is that a gun on the set, a prop gun is a gun. It's kind of like saying that's a prop golf club. If It's a golf club, but it's a prop. Prop just means it's owned by the property department. So she was in charge of this. There was supposed to be no live rounds on the set. That's the number one problem. Where the hell did an actual live bullet come from? That is obviously a bad thing. What we're supposed to be on the set, and we're on the set, were dummy rounds and blanks. Now, a dummy round is identical to a live round or bullet. It has the bullet inside of the um, cartridge, but the primer has been removed or struck, and there is either a hole in the side or a BB inside of it that you shake because there's no gunpowder in it to go, okay, that's a dummy, or, um, or just the hole. These are all supposed to have the BB inside, okay? So that just gives you an idea. 
Somehow the live rounds got mixed up and intermingled. And I'm not kidding when I say intermingled, they found five of them around in different places. Like another one was in his bandolier right nearby. And so therefore here's responsibility. There's a live round on the set. Somebody got shot. Armor is going to be automatically, right? I mean, it's their job. You care for guns. You do all the training. Somebody's got to be responsible. So from her, there is Dave Hulse. Dave Hulse is the first assistant director. He's in charge of everything that's going around the area. Dave Hulse, and this is where it gets really confusing. Dave Hulse either took the gun from a cart and gave it to Alec Baldwin, or he took it from Alec Baldwin, handled it, and went back and forth between them. But it's argued that Dave Hulse shouldn't have handled the gun at all that Hannah should have handed the gun to Alec. Hannah should go up to Alec, say, here's the gun. One, two, three, you know, show him. Here are the rounds. Here's what you do and hand it over. That That's proper protocol. In the case here, they were filming. This wasn't supposed to be an actual scene where any shooting is happening at all. That was the next scene. So they were going to capture the shot and when he was told to um, adjust, so he had the gun now, cinematographers looking through the camera, going to get a shot, right? And supposedly, you know, what does it look like? He's, he's cocking the gun. Let me just get the camera here. Sorry, where's the camera? Okay. Cocking the gun, do, 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 do. And boom, it goes off. He's saying that he didn't pull the trigger. I think he pulled the trigger. I think he's just saying, what are you doing talking to me, you pain-in-the-ass cinematographer? Anybody else could be doing this. I'm an A-list actor, whatever. I don't yeah. think he knew, obviously, that there was a real freaking bullet in there, but that's what went down. This is this speculation, Eric. To, to what extent is it speculation? That it was like, what are you doing? He sort of fake shoots her but doesn't realize there's a, a bullet in there. Is Do we know much about that? I know that... It is a working firearm confirmed by the FBI. I know that the bullet struck her and I know it was in his hand. So if we apply all levels of science to this, Alec Baldwin pulled the trigger. A gun was struck by the hammer or the bullet was struck by the hammer and the bullet struck her. So the gun had to be pointed at her. You know, I you know I don't know much about guns, obviously, and and you you and I have clashed furiously over Clash. this in the past. <laughs> we have furiously clashed. Um, I've seen movies where a gun has just gone off on its own. You know, they always say don't accidentally point it at people and that kind of thing because they sort of go off. That and can that happen? Not, not really. I mean, there's oh, well, that's a movie thing. And you're going to hear things about like fanning where you see like the speed people doing this with the hammer yeah. uh, fanning quick draw. People will do it like in a wild west show. You might see where they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah. it's a stunt. That is a modified gun. Okay. His is not a modified gun. His was actually a um, reproduction of, uh, I think it's 1872 or 1892 Colt. Don't hold me to it. Gun people. So okay. while I'm you know, all for the second amendment, I am not a gun expert <laughs> like you sure. lay me up 
So but, I guess there's there, there's some speculation there because okay he could have he could have pulled that trigger but you know I sort of when I get when I'm sort of bored or nervous or whatever I'm sort of messing around I'm just playing devil's advocate mm -hmm. and maybe he's just like we don't know he was berating her when he pulled the trigger do we I don't even know that he said anything I got it was just a, a feeling that in yeah. his head keep in mind and this is where there's so much noise the camera crew quit that morning and left. Why was she in the tent? She should have been Video Village. You're a filmmaker, right? Well, she should have been in Video Village doing the shot from there. She couldn't be in there because Video Village was down because he was part of the camera crew. He left. They're waiting for camera people to come in, and they're framing the shot. So this is a very stressful situation. You've got dissent on the set. You have people leaving. They probably should have not been filming at all until you know they had a proper setup with the camera crew, etc. So for whatever reason... He's also not known for his calm, peaceful personality. Guy's got a bit of a rep, especially if you're a paparazzi or a photographer or you get in a parking dispute with him. You'll probably wind up with a fist. So I don't know. And I, it really doesn't matter because, as, as you put it, you could have been, you know, you could be noodling. A gun went off, somebody died. No, he didn't mean to. Nobody said he did. That's why it's involuntary manslaughter. I see. Because he was not being careful. I, I have... A, He's a, reckless some, by nature. Yeah. It is reckless. I have some sympathy. because, and I, and I, Obviously, there were so many things that went wrong, and it's stupid. And when you look back, you're like, what have they done? But those kinds of things... Do you know you know how it's hardly ever ever happened as you've said to me before I know there was that the crow film so it's it's hardly ever happened third time. three times three was this is the fourth time it's happened no this is the third time the third sorry this is the third time that it's happened mm -hmm. in like decades and decades and decades and yeah. that doesn't change the fact that it's a tragedy for the per the victim and her family and Correct. All, you know but it, it is one it is sort of human nature no matter how dangerous something is when you've been doing it years and years and years and there's never been a problem, human mm -hmm. beings start to sort of take shortcuts. They don't do everything right mm -hmm. and until the thing goes wrong. And then people get stricter again for a few years and then they don't. And it's, you know, yeah, well, it's I mean, this, it's a, it is a very low budget independent movie. Things are very hectic. The armor herself had two jobs and there was a fight over her um, not doing the second job and spending too much time on the guns. So there's question there. So no doubt, but I, I do want to say what I say there were, this is the third time it's happened. Well, okay. The first time that happened was John Eric Hexum. I don't think that one counts. And the reason why I don't is it was a blank. And he said, wonder what happens. Kill himself. If you, if you fire a gun with a blank in it, the pressure, if it's close enough to your head is still going to potentially kill you. So that one, I, I mean, I'm very sorry. It's a tragedy, but it's a hundred percent. He did that. I, I can't, can't blame the people around or the settings or, you know, that was a very bad choice. The second one was Brandon Lee and the crow. And that was a freak incident. That one was a case of, I was telling you earlier about dummies, right? That a dummy round is either, you know, has the BB in it, or it could be drilled out with just all the gunpowder taken out and the primer taken off. Those rounds had the gunpowder out and the hole, but the primer hadn't been discharged. 
So what happened was they were filming around, you know, and you pull trigger, whatever, with a dummy round to get the effects. And then later on, you change it out with blanks. Well, because the primer was still in there, it was just enough pressure to get the bullet to leave the cartridge and get stuck in the barrel. So now you had a bullet in the barrel, go walking along, da da da, and you just go poop, pull the cylinder, drop a blank in there because now we want to have a boom sound, right? Blank hits the bullet, hit Brandon Lee. Tragedy. That's an incalculable accident. I mean, it, it, that one, that one is a is kind of freakish if you think about it. Now you can say, well, wait a minute. You know, you're you're, you're clicking it and. You're not noticing that there's no bullet when you took it out. What's going on? But it is, it's getting pretty freaky. And then now we have the Alec Baldwin thing. Now, in the Alec Baldwin thing, some irresponsible actions. But even there, there's a lot of moving factors. You had the Video Village. If Video Village is up, she wouldn't even have been there. The guy who quit actually would have been the one there and potentially could have been shot. Um, so that, that was one thing. You have another thing. Hannah Reed was not there to help Alec Baldwin with a gun or to see it because of COVID protocols. She wasn't considered essential enough. See where we're going here? And, and you go one thing into another, into another, and it's like all this confluence. Now you had her, if she had checked it better before it got to Halls, and if Halls had checked it and Halls admitted he should have checked it, and if Alec Baldwin had to check it, three people, one, two, three, Bullet flew through all of them and then ultimately hit her. So, so there, there's a, human error. a yeah. lot. Yes. And all, all it took is one thing to interrupt this crazy ass long cycle. Only one thing. So Eric has Alec been charged then. And I always get confused. Yes. What does charged actually mean legally? Okay. I'm not a lawyer. So I'm going to give you the best interpretation that I have, which is a charge means that, I, the state is charging you with a crime. They're saying you did this and we wish to have you sentenced. We wish to go to trial. And so then you go to trial or you plea, you know, you, 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 you take it to the next step. Either you say I'm guilty and nothing you know happens other than a sentence or whatever is determined, or you say, I am not guilty. No, hell no, you're wrong. And, and then you go to trial and you prove your innocence or actually, no, you don't prove your innocence. This is America. They have to prove their case that you're guilty. So technically they charge you. You say, nope, nope, nope. Go to trial, say, uh-uh. And they say, yes. And here's all my proof. And then a jury or a judge, depending on how you choose it, will determine the outcome, whether you're guilty or not guilty. And then there's a second phase, which will determine a, you know, the results, the sentence, and that again, well, jury, judge, and other factors. Do you, do you have an idea as to why it took so long? Because how long ago was this? Was it a year or two, two years? Uh, October 21st, 2021. So what's that? It's about three, 15 months ago. Is that maybe that's typical? No, it's not. It's pretty long hmm. time, but they did have to, they did send everything off to the FBI. They also didn't want to deal with Alec Baldwin. The DA involved is a very, very, I'm not getting political. I'm just being factual here. Alec Baldwin is a big player in the Democratic Party, tight with the Clintons, tight with others. The DA is very much a Democrat in those same circles. 
probably wasn't feeling super comfortable about doing it. Notice we're past any election right now. Oh. Huh. Oh. Isn't okay. that helpful? That's conspiratorial, Eric, isn't it? No, that's, that's smart. Like you... I, I, <laughs> no, okay. Think about it for a minute. If you could delay a few weeks, you could do it right before an election. It could screw you over. Or you could just say, you know what? I'll sit on this shit until uh, election's over. And then there'll be a lot longer of a time. So it could be seen as responsible. Well, because people aren't, aren't going to not vote. People aren't going to not vote Democratic if Alec Baldwin be charged. Um, you know, it depends. Are and there people depends. on supporting Baldwin? Oh, sure. There's some supporting him, but there's also other factors you're not considering. Like, uh, you need donors to run ads, and if your money dries up, that sucks. Huh. Oh yeah, it's America, baby. Uh. <laughs> man i do love america it's a crazy place crazy interesting wonderful mad um jumble of stuff i would say i lo love being there whenever i've been hey it's andrew if you're enjoying heretics there's another podcast i want to recommend to you especially if climate change global conflicts and an upcoming election are making you feel like we're on the brink of disaster what Could Go Right is hosted by Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and executive director Emma Varvalukas. On What Could Go Right, the hosts sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues without resorting to pessimism or despair that we hear so often. Instead, they look back at how far society has come and look forward at what it will take to achieve an even brighter future. Is progress on the way? They may not have all the answers, but on what could go right, they're asking the key questions. Tune in to hear interviews with upcoming guests like writer Coleman Hughes, CNN host Fareed Zakaria, and economist Alison Schrager. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, join them every Wednesday on What Could Go Right, available wherever you get your podcasts. So, okay, so now he has finally been charged. Do we know roughly how long it will take for him to sort of get in the courtroom and all that stuff? To, cause that, is, and is that going to turn into like a big thing? Is that going to be like we were watching, you know, Amber I Depp hope. and Johnny Hurd? I hope. <laughs> Come on, I'm a YouTube sl creator slut. I sure as hell hope so. Been following for a while. Um, I don't know, and I don't know the order, because I have a feeling they may run the armor through the, you know, the mill first. This, this poor girl, and I'm not trying to be rude. I'm much older. I'm just saying that this poor person, she has no money. She, you know, Alec Baldwin has a ton of resources and he can hire experts, top attorneys. He can delay and stall and everything else. She's going to have to go with whatever she can get. Now, I don't know if it's going to wind up a public defender. She has a lawyer right now who we've nicknamed sleepy. If that gives you an idea. And she's you know the system could just grind her up so wow. they could grind her up get a deal and then get her to flip on baldwin so then they could point all the guns so to speak at him i don't know so this is a little bit then like um the apprentice which i i never watched until like the other day for the first time but somebody has to be held to blame and then they all start squabbling with each other and but alec baldwin's going to have big lawyers and this armorer uh is not going to have that no i don't i don't see how she could and and you know it's it, it's very very difficult now i will tell you that that's part of why i think dave hall's flipped 
is he's the guy in the middle, right? So you have her, Halls, and Baldwin. Well, Halls gives you Baldwin, potentially. Because he could say that Baldwin is being more neglectful. Because he's right there. He could say that Baldwin didn't bother. You know, his testimony makes it stronger. And the fact that he has pled guilty for being negligent himself means that now there's negligence here. And he's just spreading that disease out to Baldwin. Could just be Halls, though. Hmm? Is it possible that Baldwin's paid him off so that he's sort of, this Halls guy just goes like, look, I was negligent? No, because Baldwin's charged anyway. Halls has already pled it. So he, he took a deal. He said, okay, I did it. He's going to be on probation for six months, and um, that's it. I already sentenced. Everything's arranged. What's there? What's there for uh, Baldwin? Now, do you know what what they'll have to prove uh, for involuntary manslaughter? I think they have enough. They proved he was handling a gun that had ammo in it. What could be more reckless? It's reckless. I mean, I I don't know how you look at it. And all they need is the other ex. You know, George Clooney. I know you were looking that up, and he he was talking about saying, oh, hell no, I check my guns. Now, in fairness, not everybody does. They will now, but not everybody does. And I've also made the crack, too, about Baldwin. It's like, hey, what if it's a deer hunter? I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but in the yeah, deer hunter. Okay, well, what were they doing in Vietnam? Oh, it was Russian roulette. I bet you if you're doing Russian roulette, you might check the gun ahead. Just the theory. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, if I was, I've always thought this, like I could, I, even if I knew that the gun wasn't even, as you say, like a real gun that's used as a prop, if it was even just like one that I know is a like a lighter, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable acting and someone's pointing that or if I'm pointing that at anyone else. So, you know, and we've had this debate before you and I, where I've said, look, come on, they can use CGI now. It's just use a plastic gun and you are a traditionalist a purist and you're like no it's got to be a real gun otherwise it won't look real <laughs> or sound real or have the right effect or yeah no it, it won't um no it wouldn't and you know better but I, I have a challenge for you next time you're in america go yeah. to a range yeah i did I, go I, shooting I, I went shooting so i tell you no you didn't tell me Good. I went. I went shooting in England in the countryside, and it was the 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 morning after proposing to my girlfriend, who's now my fiance. Oh, was that rehearsal? Oh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, for her, she just did some some target shooting, and she's now fully prepared. Um, no, um, it was like um, potatoes. So they they put potatoes really quite far away and it was it was and then it was just in the countryside you know this guy teaches you to shoot a rifle and i was amazed because it was like a couple of football pitches away you know that's how far and i'm like lying there looking through the sights mm -hmm. and like it's almost like before i pulled the trigger the potatoes had already already exploded that's how fast it traveled mm -hmm. it wasn't obviously wasn't actually before but it was almost felt like no it, it hits it I before you hear it yeah absolutely insane absolutely insane and and a lot of fun mm -hmm. so you know, that's all good. However, I believe Spielberg could probably recreate my um, my little wonder in the park with a potato and make it just as realistic. No, I don't agree. Uh, and, we, and we'll go round and round. I mean, I, I, I will quote the great Gene Siskel, who's way before your time, but... Um, Ebert. Roger Ebert and Siskel. Yep, yep. Uh, Siskel said very famously 
that the difference between CGI and claymation, you know, in terms of the animation, he said that CGI looks real but feels fake. Claymation looks fake but feels real. And if you, and if you go watch a movie, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. And I think it's because even though it's stop motion, you know, with claymation and all that stuff, even though it is that, it's still an actual object. You can sense that it really is a model. It really is something. Where a CGI still is that uncanny valley where it looks almost perfect, but it's not quite there. And you're going to be feeling that more with AI. Well, Cisco said that like in the 90s, I presume. Sure. But we had CGI then. Ask ask your buddy George Lucas. Yeah, but it's better now. All that stuff like Titanic and all that doesn't look that good nowadays compared to what we've got now. Right, but it's still the same principle. Mm. In any case, we would agree <laughs> to disagree as ever. Always love having this chat about the guns and stuff. You know, for me, it's 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 a different culture, isn't it? But I do respect yours and I understand, you know, I do get it and I love shooting the potato. We've gone off course here. People didn't come here to hear about my potato and my fiance and stuff. Um, but they do want to hear a bit about about Baldwin. So you said it could be up to five five years, I think. I've read it's more like sort of eighteen months in jail, and then they usually sort of serve half of that, don't they? You miss something. Firearm. Remember I said it involved a firearm. Yeah. A firearm enhancement charge is a minimum five years. It's 18 months for manslaughter. Firearm is five years. Never mind the manslaughter. Shit. Oh, yes. It's a real this could deal. be a long time. Even so, like I say, they never spend... It's always like half the time, isn't it? It's weird sentences guy yeah what is he uh, should i see how old he is do you know 60s yeah 64 but by the time he'd go to prison he'd be 65 and it's a few years in prison it's i don't know i do i, I feel sympathy obviously for the, the family of the victim and I, I feel a bit of sympathy for him do you feel some sympathy for him sure i don't think he meant to do it no. i i i personally would feel a whole lot more sympathy for him if he didn't go on the press tour, flapping his mouth like an ass. If he just shut, I, I drew this analogy earlier. There were two men involved. One of them never said a word other than occasionally his lawyer would answer something. That man has six months probation and is moving on with his life. Then you had another one who kept going on a media tour saying things like, I didn't pull the trigger and everything else, almost rubbing people's face in it when he was going around doing this. And I think that is the problem. Honestly, if Alec Baldwin just shut the F up and just like, I imagine you or I would do and say, is this a horrible, horrible accident, tragedy, whatever you want to say, I am praying for the family. This, this is a son who lost his mother, a husband who's lost his wife. I am grieving with them and I am cooperating fully with the authorities and we, we will get to the bottom of this and please have respect for the family. That's it. 
And then every all the rest of the time, you could do everything else in the world. And you could just say no comment, no comment, no comment. And then everything you're saying there be, you know, about, oh, it's this, it's that, or pointing fingers, that's the trial. And if you do that in trial, well, that's expected, right? You're supposed to defend yourself and you say, hey, um, she didn't check this well enough, or this wasn't stored correctly, or are you sure about the supplier or blah, blah, blah. But you don't do that all ahead of time. You don't just sit there and rub people's face in it, in my opinion. And I think that is why so many people are just delighted and happy to see him charged. Because of the hubris. That, yeah, the hubris is there. But I guess that's not why. I mean, the prosecution doesn't work that way, does it? Presumably, it's like they either build a case against him or they don't. They don't, I imagine, sit there going, God, he's annoying, isn't he, talking about this? Oh, hell yes, so, they do. Of course they, they do. do. Now, they don't sit there and go, oh, he'll only get charged because he's annoying. But when you get in these little decision points, when you can kind of flip one way or another, yeah, you might say, F this guy. Mm. Right? And it could be on mm. little parts. But those little parts all of a sudden add up over time. Yeah. We don't have a, a date yet, do we, for the for the case? No. I mean, it literally, the charges just renounced. There's a special prosecutor on it, um, Andrea Reeb. Uh, she is, this is the interesting part, too. The DA is left-wing uh, Democrat. Andrea Reeb is a full-on, um, as we call a MAGA Republican. So she, she's a Trump Republican. And very law and order, she's a state senator, too. She's a, a DA from a, another county in New Mexico. Has been brought in just to prosecute which is smooth on the uh, DA's part because that just got out of her hands now. Boop. Hmm. So but it seems insane. I mean, I guess I'll sound naive saying this, but it just seems mad how politicized, even just like a Hollywood actor who's accidentally shot someone on set, that becomes a huge sort of left versus right thing. Yes. I mean, uh, because the Hollywood actors bringing the left versus right in. I mean, when I talked about the interview where he said he didn't pull the trigger, hmm. who was he with in that interview? George Stephanopoulos. Right. Who was George Steph Stephanopoulos? Uh, I believe his press secretary or the main guy for Bill Clinton helped run his campaign. Hmm. He runs with the Clintons. He's at the RFK. I, I mean, Alec Baldwin, his most recent role was playing Trump on Saturday Night Live. Then you have the added factor of, and this is another reason too, the gun issue. And the gun issue tends to divide on left and right quite a bit. And you're going to find the right wing or conservatives generally are more pro-gun, left wing generally less so. And Alec Baldwin has been very, very noisy about guns. He is very anti-gun. He likes to tell people about it. So there's some irony there, and a lot of the right-wingers say, oh, here's this guy who goes on and on and on about guns, and he winds up shooting somebody. Wow, hypocrisy much? So all these things boil up. Then you get narratives who paint the picture. You, it's crazy how quickly it can become political. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard has nothing to do with political party. Both of them, I would say, probably hate Republicans. But... Everybody who supported Johnny Depp was accused of being a Republican or being conservative or being right wing. Cause these are kind of these narratives that are floating around and it's, it's very tedious because you are right. 
this is a set accident. Purely. Yeah. There were, you know, a handful of people involved. Break it down, investigate, charge, don't charge, resolve accordingly. The Johnny Depp thing was probably down to the assumption that Republicans are more likely to be misogynist and to ignore the bad things that a man might have done. Although that one's, I mean, everyone's, I, I don't think I met anyone left or right, male or female, who, who sided with Amber Heard on that in the end. Go follow Twitter. I promise they're yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean, but I, I, I know a lot of sort of quite lefty women who, who were like, no, nah, no, nah, she seems, you know. But isn't it funny that there's a, there always seems to be just one of these stories that's like gripping like the world. And I suppose you and I are particularly conscious of it because we're... Yeah, we're trying to makers. find it so we can... <laughs> it's well, there is some of that. There is some of that. And I, I do wonder sometimes about the morality of it as well. And I don't mean that in like a virtue signaling way or whatever. I've, I've been reading the Harry and Meghan stuff a lot, of course, and all this stuff about the paps. And I've always said, like, I think the paps are the lowest of the low. But then I've always looked at their pictures, paparazzi. Um, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm, I, I'm saying, do you? I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, what, but why? I mean, they're just Chasing doing everyone. Oh, bullshit. You know what? <laughs> Cameras through windows. Okay, but how did they know? How did they know? Oh, well, that's different when it's arranged. But oh, well, Diana, well, Diana didn't arrange to be followed through a tunnel in France. Come on, they were trying to get away from them. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears? She didn't Look want it up. that. Look it up. Look it up. Ah. Conspiratorial, always. But no, 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 no. Look it up and also check out our driver who was a DUI. Fact and fact. Oh yeah. Well, he was drunk. Yes. Yeah, but he was drunk and trying to escape the paps. Or playing games. We don't know. Yeah. But nice. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily in love with paparazzis per se, but a lot of these people are tipped off all the time. Let's go back That's to Amber different. Heard. Oh, well, let's get selected. First off, who's guilty for the paparazzi? Anybody who what? buys the damn paper. Well, that's true. All of us. We are creating a market and we're saying that we want those pictures. Okay. We demand yeah. them and they're saying, okay, I'll yeah. get them. No problem. But I interviewed the dude that got Amber Heard's bruise. Eric yeah. Hunley, YouTube channel. Anyway, that right yeah. there is an example. How, how did he know? How did he just know? Because there is a court. This is a court, right? There's a whole layout. And they, because it's LA, there's a lot of famous people. And so back to Britney Spears, Britney Spears was in that court and she vanished. Poof. Nobody saw her. No paparazzi, nobody. Why? Because they have a way they can go through a parking garage, kind of a little bit of back route and then boom, boom, boom. They're on the parking garage and they're gone. Amber Heard, she exits and happens to cheat the light for a bruise on her face through the door that has all the reporters who knew exactly where to stand and place their cameras ahead of yeah. time. And I yeah, talked to someone who was instructed. No, hold on. <laughs> Diana, and uh, I'm very sorry, it's a horrible tragedy, but hmm. she also was working the press. She was notifying them that she was traveling different areas. It, it was very important. Now, did I want that to get out of hand? No. Did it get out of hand? Obviously, I mean, it's horrible. She died. All of that. But I'm saying, 
I think that there are other factors there. And I can see, um, oh, son of a bitches, let's lose them. Let's yeah. lose them. We don't know. And, uh, yeah, don't, and, and then they, they could have been playing in this game, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know. It's well, Eric, what you're saying is like some people use that for for the advancements of their careers and 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 you're right and that and then it, be, it becomes hypocritical then when they're like oh now i don't want the intrusion there is like a deal there's like a faustian pact you go into i do get all of that but then some people just don't want it at all um and it's a little bit it's analogous i think to that argument of like you know the me too stuff and it was like there were a lot of women actresses probably actors as well men uh who used you know their sexuality to go up several ranks that definitely happened but it doesn't mean that we blame we blame harvey weinstein any less and similarly i still think mm -hmm. a lot of blame lies with the paps but the reason i don't mean it in a virtue signally way is because i know i'm just as bad because i'm i'm reading the stuff and i'm watching the stuff mm -hmm. and you are and everyone listening you know what's funny is like people comment now because i've obviously when you when you're on youtube you have to to an extent follow some of these um um fads and what's Trends. you know what's popular yeah. yeah, the trends, of course. And then while also trying to do what you want to do and try and mix that up, it's a really hard balance to get right. But on the yeah. bits about Meghan, I get all these comments from people going, oh, you're obsessed with Meghan Markle. And I'm like, I want to say like, no, you are. Not you individually, but you as a people are obsessed. And that's why I'm covering it because you guys will come for it and then stay for the other stuff, hopefully. So it's a big sort of big weird pact that all of us have in some way entered and... It's just a complicated thing. Well, I got I have four videos on on Harry's body language with uh, Gavin Stone, right? My most recent videos, and yes, I've gotten a couple of comments that um w that I'm bullying him or I'm picking on him or I'm trashing or I'm whatever. Do you know how much I thought about Prince Harry prior to his coming out with his books or doing a stupid Oprah interview? None, as probably as, as little as I did. I would, didn't exist. Yeah. I, okay, <laughs> I, I mean, when you go out there and you say, "Hmm, hey, give me a hundred million dollars, Netflix, and I know another X million dollars to Spotify with my wife, and we do interviews, and then we lie about people," you maybe are earning some of this attention that is coming your way. That's just my opinion, because I promise you, if you weren't news, I wouldn't be watching. I don't care that much. It's your prince, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your well, it's, don't say those two words together. Because <laughs> definitely can't monetize this now, this video. You said just your prince, comma, Andrew. <laughs> um, <laughs> put the comma in there, anyone listening. God, the amount of times I've done stuff about royals and then all the comments are going, and what about Andrew? He's such a dick and he's a pedophile. And, all. and I'm like, what? Me? Oh, no. And then I realize they're talking about the prince because I, I do fancy myself as something of a prince, I must say, of course. You're not um, Randy Andy. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but probably someone. Some That's his nickname. Oh, is it right? Of course it is. <laughs> well, look, yeah, I, I, I get totally what you're saying. And it's it's a complicated thing. Harry obviously thinks he's right, and that's the thing. But I'm the same as you. I live in this this very country, and I don't think I thought of him for the last 30 years. And then he, I, my friend Stephen Knight, who I think you know, he, he tweeted satirically. I quite liked it. He tweeted this. How many specials on Netflix do they have to do until we learn they want us to leave them alone? For God's sake. You know, so there is some mm -hmm. of that. But then I can also understand if he wants to just get away from that family, right, 
And because they do seem suffocating, they go. They do seem right, but he wants enough money because he had. He probably had about ten million, I think, pounds, fifteen million dollars, twelve million dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but by his standards, it's not. Now he's got a couple hundred million. And he's still going. I wonder. Maybe he will now just go. Okay, done. Exactly. I count on that. You think or he'll, he'll find out nobody's listening, and he has to. He's just shut up. <laughs> It's a tough one, man. I, 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 have you been reading the book, Spare? Um, as little as possible. <laughs> I've been reading it, and, and it's just, it is fascinating. And then I'm just making all these notes like, okay, I think this is an example of him being a sociopath, and uh, this is him being, it's just, but also I feel bad for him as well because no one is all bad or all good, you know? So th there's a lot of bad too for him. Um, yes, uh, you know, and, and many uh, blame Megan, and she, she contributes very highly, I feel as well but i mean really i'm, I'm going to put more on him just simply because he's the one who has any quote value and by that i mean nobody gives a shit about either of them except for the title he happened to be born with it she is b-list actress c-list actress whatever on a cable tv show good for her that's success you know you're an actor you get a wage good job but yeah. believe me, nobody's writing about somebody on a USA Network show. No, oh, well, this is it because like I, people sometimes do make that argument of like she was on her way up kind of thing, and oh no, she was really big. And I always Jesus say, well, na name some of please it. name some of her name some of her co-stars on Suits because I certainly I never seen Suits, but even people who have seen Suits couldn't name half the half of the cast. So you know that's how she would be as well. And um, people, by the way, should we do another sort of twenty minutes or 15, 20 minutes? And if people sure. want to do a, like ask some questions, preferably about, we should get back onto Alec Baldwin because that's the title of this here podcast or video or whatever. So if you've got questions to uh, Eric knows everything. He's done about 50,000 videos on Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah, yeah, you do. And 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 I think you said I can say this without going into detail. You're quite chummy with him now. You're, you've got a bit of, you're friends with Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, we're tight. Malik and Joel, we all go throw back beers. We hang out. <laughs> Dave Halls, you know, he holds a door for us because he's just the first AD. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. hang with well, that. No, you, you said, well, you said before you got chatting with him. I know you said you can't reveal anything said, which I think is, which is fair enough, but that's quite cool. No, dude. It's cool. Eric's a cool I, guy. I talk, I talk to Seth Kinney quite a bit. He's the um, PDQ arms and props. And I have right, talked right. with Hannah um, and um, a couple other people. Okay. So you, I don't yeah, want to you, go you into are... full details of with whom I speak and how. Okay. Well, I respect that. That's quite, that's cool. But people do ask some questions about that. But I suppose you can ask about Megan. You can ask about anything. You can ask about guns and shooting and, and how much Eric might want to shoot me at some point. Um, <laughs> I've got a question. Got a question. Uh, here that I don't even know what it means, so you might be able to clear it up. Betty Boop, Eric, can you confirm if any bottles um, are showing up? I'm, I am trying to get more than a bottle and actually a straight-out interview uh, with... Um, I don't know if it'll be tomorrow, but I'd like to have Seth come on. On our show, America's Untold Stories, whenever I get information that comes in, I'm not going to reveal a source if they don't want me to. And I stole this from Robert Barnes. He says, um, a bottle floated in with a message. So whenever I say there's bottles, um, that means that I've gotten information. I'm not going to tell you from where it obviously floated in in a bottle. Oh, well, did you look at that? 
and the other is um, Dodds, uh, also on America's Untold Stories, where we point out, and you're going, oh, conspiracy much? We point out all these odd things, and you can do whatever you want with it. They're dots. We're not connecting them for you. We're just showing you the dots. We find the dots. We share them. Here's a dot for you as an example. Alec Baldwin, should he have known how to handle a weapon or a firearm? Are you asking me? Yeah, you'd probably say, yeah, he's been acting a long time. He's used guns before in many movies. Well, I would, but I'd also say no, because you know my, you know where I stand on this. They shouldn't have them in the first place. They just have a fake thing. Yeah, but they do. So that's kind of an uh, irrelevant point. So here's another, here's a dot for you. Alec Baldwin's father died of lead poisoning. He received the lead poisoning or at least had a ton of lead because he was the coach for the rifle team at Alec's high school. Wow. That's a good thought. Alec Baldwin grew up with somebody who not only shot, but taught guns. So that's a dot. Now do what you want. Did I say anything? Did I confirm that it was in fact that each, that he had Alec there cleaning guns and shit? No, I didn't say any of that. I just said, here's a dot. You guys connect. Interesting. Here's another dot. Helena Hutchins. Her father, have you heard of the Hunt for Red October? Which, by the way, had Alec Baldwin in it. The movie, Sean Connery is the submarine captain, Soviet. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen that, though. Helena Hutchins' father was that guy. Not literally that guy, but he was a high-ranking colonel driving a nuclear vessel in the Soviet Union submarine, much like the character. It's a dot. Those are, those are some dots. I've got a dot here from uh, Luis, the angry atheist. You know, Americans, it was not really a question, but I've, I've thought I'd see what you think about it, because I, I hear this a lot. Americans include Canadians, Mexicans, etc., just like Europeans include all Europeans. What do you say to Luis? I don't know. Is that a question? It's just uh, <laughs> it people looks like- say that. People get angry when um, people say America to mean the United States. I okay. personally think that's a bit silly because who cares, right? It's like football and soccer, but people well, get very upset about it. Okay, well, if, if three people were standing together yep. and somebody pointed to the three and they said, which one's the American? And one had a maple leaf and the other one had a U.S. flag <laughs> and the other one had a Mexican flag, what would people point to? All three, I think. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd say, oh, they're all. Um, I understand that people get upset, but what do you want? I, I, I don't. I didn't determine that. It is yeah. a common vernacular that do you. And I think it's just convenience too, because Canadian, no, oh, that fits. Goes off the tongue. Mexican goes nice. What do you say, United Statesian? Yeah, that would sound mad. Usian. Yeah. When, U- when uh, people- and so that's why I think it became American is because it's like there's no good term. And so yeah. throw it. And by I the way, from now, for, from now on, anyone who, because I heard this a lot in, I lived in South America, obviously a long time, people were always saying it. I think you should only legally be allowed to question that from now on, if you've got a good answer for what people from the United States should be called. But they, call mm. you, they just say like Yankees a lot of the time. Like, oh, Yankees. yeah, Yanks is good. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and that, by the way, that, that, may, that leads me to another question. What the hell do you, who are the Dutch? There's no country called Dutch land. 
Deutschland would be Germany. But, right. Uh, so no, you have you, Dutch, you Dutch or Netherlands. Out of, uh, how does that work? So yeah. I, I don't know. We're weird. It's all much of a muchness, isn't it? Melody Sinar says, let's talk more about Alex's democratic connections and what your thoughts are on how that stance might sway a jury. Do you have a prediction? I don't know that it would. I, I don't know that it would. I mean, you have a prosecutor that is very much not a Democrat. I think that, you know, he's he's worked for the court of public opinion as much as he can. But, I mean, a jury's a jury. Hopefully, they're going to just follow the fact pattern. And if they seem like they're more of a political operator, I think that the hardcore right-wing prosecutor is going to be looking for it. Mm, fair enough. Uh, Robin Aiello says, I asked you on... Atwood Unleashed, I think that is. No, uh, AUS, America's Untold Sorry, <laughs> of course it is, America's Untold Stories, your other channel, which everyone should check out. You guys thought Alec wouldn't get off easily. What changed, followed by four question marks, Eric, four. Well, you saying wouldn't or would? Because we thought, honestly, we were kind of leaning to, he might slide out of it, especially with the amount of time that was taken for charges. And the fact that he um, settled the civil case, it's it's well, hard to prosecute the guy with the money and the fame, et cetera. Well, kind of like you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Well, fair enough. That's a, it's a good question. Nosferatu, the vampire, who's always there, ever present in our chats. If he didn't get in trouble for going to a certain island, do you really think they'll nail him with these charges? Did Baldwin go to that island? I never heard that. I don't know. But didn't everybody? It Sorry. feels like everybody went to that <laughs> I didn't go, okay? I'm not famous, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it does sure, seem Eric? like a lot did. Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. We don't know, Nos. I don't know enough about that. Oh, I've put that up again. I didn't mean to. Uh, I've got... Uh, I can't see very well. A bit, a lot. Question. In the UK, only the armorer will handle a gun and give it to the actor. Nobody else is allowed to touch the gun. Is it different in the US? It's supposed to be pretty much that um i think that the prop master can be an, an exception if they are you know trained in that manner because they're in charge of all props like putting it away or locking it up or securing it but that that is one of the heated arguments and that's an argument i actually have um my co-host and i have with seth kinney who is the um the supplier so seth is saying that no it hannah should have Handed him the gun. He did his thing, taking the gun back. Uh, it did happen many times. It did not happen that time. And that's a uh, that's another weird one. This is the only time that that chain of custody was broken. Well, and then the bad thing happened, unfortunately. Um, and I got one more question from someone having a go at you. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, uh, Jack Jonas... We need more proof than so-called dots. If you can't connect them for us, then why to fur should we listen to you? Are you in QAnon or something? Jack is livid. I don't know. He's not happy with you, Eric. With your you know, dots. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. You have this this magical power. I know. It, it, be careful with it. Be responsible with it. But you can always yeah. click off. Yeah. Well, there you go. And and the thing is, Jack, I I know what you're saying, but but then you've also done dots to work out that Eric is involved in QAnon. So 
you know what I mean? We all do it, and that's what it's all about. Eric, um, any any last words before we jump off this thing? No, Jay Dice has a super chat for you, and a good, decent question. And good point. Uh, Southerners oh, yeah. do not want to be called Yankees at all. Yeah. I Jay Dice, it. Eric, do you think Southern people want to be Yankees? Right. Well, that's a whole other thing. But that's the interesting thing. So in Argentina, the Y is pronounced like a sh, like S-H. And so they're all, they would only Yankees. talk about... Yeah, Shankies. I've, I, you would only hear that. I've never heard like Estados Unidos or whatever they're supposed to say or Americano. They will always oh. say Shanky. Hmm. Okay. So I, think I, about that. There's an odd one. And somebody come yeah. up in the comments with what Americans should be called. Wait, what is it? Are they I don't going, know. You're asking. I'm yeah. asking in comments. See, this is feeding the algorithm. Andy. I do have <laughs> another question here from Sandra Parr. Eric, yeah, you know what? Put a one. In the chat, this is an old Sean Atwood trick. He likes to do this. Put a one in the chat if you think that he's going down, Alec. He's going to see the inside of a jail. And put a two if you think they'll never put him away. And while we're waiting for your ones and twos, Sandra Parr asks, Eric, do you get a... And I think you did sort of answer this at the beginning, mm -hmm. but that was some time ago now. Eric, do you get a bad, angry vibe from Alec Baldwin? I do. It's very odd. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's um, a very combustible person mm. i think uh, would be the way i put it he's obviously short-tempered you know there's the phone call with his daughter there's paparazzi you know he he's known to get in physical alterations with people or altercations and it can happen to any of us but technically it seems to be a pattern with him what was that parking ticket thing oh god i don't remember i, I know one was um somebody was taking a picture of him. He's pissed off. So paparazzi angle. I don't, I don't remember all of, you know, there's he's, he has several things. If you look at it, like if you say Alex, Alec Baldwin charged, you'll find these old charges. And it's kind of funny. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Eric Hunley, my friend, for coming on. Give him some love on the Eric Hunley YouTube channel and his unstructured podcast. Uh, and he's also got America's Untold Stories. So all sorts of different channels and things where he looks into uh, different kinds of pop culture and history and body behavioral analysis. It's really good. He's great. You guys are great for sticking with this podcast and listening to it. Do sign up on patreon.com slash Andrew Gold because these Saturday episodes are going to be just there from February onwards. And if you sign up before February, you will get a big discount. It will be a discount forever. You will be locked in at the discount level before it goes up in February. So you've only got a few days left. It's time. Time is ticking. It's all running out. Thank you to those of you who have signed up. Way more than I expected have done. Uh, and I really, really do appreciate it. So thank you to all of you. I'll see you guys, everyone that is. No paywalls for this week, of course, but for anything, for most of the episodes, I should say. But it's Jane Borowski coming up talking about surviving a serial killer and Helen Lewis then about the gurus of the internet. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.